hello, hello. I'm so glad that you are here for today's episode of Content Creation Made Easy. I'm your host, Jen Liddy. And you know, I'm always talking about things in content creation and marketing that can make our life easier or make content more fun to create or is just the cutting edge stuff that's happening that you kind of just need to know. Today's conversation, I was so excited when I met Deanna Seymour, who we're talking to today, because she reached out to me and she's like, hey, have you ever thought about talking about the um, Instagram nine grid? And I was like, I have always wanted to know about that, but I've kind of poo-pooed it because I just don't have the capacity to even think about it or learn about it. But now I do not have to because I have an expert here talking about the Instagram nine grid. We're going to talk about like what the hell that is, why you wouldn't want it, what you can do about it, how it can help you, like what are the benefits of it? And we're going to be talking about it from, with Deanna. So Deanna Seymour, she has a podcast called F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business. And when I saw that, I was like, this is the perfect person to have on my podcast because I love talking about things in a different way that aren't cookie cutter and that they kind of bring your personality. And when you have a podcast named F That, E-F-F, That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, like your personality is already oozing out of your brand. So Deanna, I'm really excited that you're here. I know you've got a great bio and we're just going to kind of unpack who you are so that I don't have, so I won't read the bio, <laughs> but we're going to f- learn who you are. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. All right, great. Yeah, I love that you use the word ooze. That is actually in my nine grid. I talk about oozing personality. So I'm like, you're so on brand. I love love it. it. Okay, so Deanna, (laughs) tell us a little bit about who you are and and who you help. And then I really always love to know how you got there. Yeah, okay. I feel like that scene in Goonies when Chunk is like, okay, back in first grade, I did this. (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay, let me just, long story short. I am a digital marketing strategist, Mm -hmm. so I help my clients just sort of, I call myself their right-hand ma'am, so I kind of have my hands on all their content, and we choose together what they want to do. So Mm -hmm. I help some clients with just reels, I still do like Instagram graphics for some clients, Mm -hmm. I write emails for some clients, so I feel like I have a bit of a copywriter in me, but I really am a visual, Mm -hmm. visual person. I came from a background in art education, so I taught for almost 15 years in public school, and I was always having like a side hustle, you know, I mean, I was an art teacher, so it like, you know, Etsy shops, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do photography. Remember when like photo booths hit the scene, like I would do people's wedding, like the fun, like I didn't want to be the real photographer, I wanted to be the like, everybody get drunk, come to the photo booth photographer. (laughs) Make out in the photo booth. (laughs) Yeah, like the props, the funny like mustaches. So I've had all these businesses and I feel like I started to realize that's where I get super excited Mm. and also diagnosed ADHD. Mm. So like going all in and then getting bored. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what if I can live vicariously through my clients Mm -hmm. and help them grow their businesses? So I kind of help with branding too. It just kind of depends on what people need. But I think it's smart to have sort of one person and I can't do everything. Like we hire in different people, like sales emails, not my thing, Mm -hmm. setting up tech behind the scenes and convert kit can do a little, but not my thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I know where my, where my lane ends, yeah. but basically helping them have a cohesive brand online showing up, especially I work with personal brands and people who are their brand. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of who I, who I work with. And obviously with people who aren't afraid to break the rules and kind of show up in a more zany way. Yeah. I love that. It's like, you have to give yourself permission to not be using the cookie cutter. And sometimes people need a guide standing next to them to like slash through all the garbage and 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 make it your own, make the pathway yeah, and it your can own. Be scary. They're like, 
is this weird? Is this okay? And I'm like, <laughs> is it okay for me to say or, this? You know, sometimes I can be like, well, I love being weird, but like, also, what does this relate to? Like, how does this fit in the yeah. you know puzzle of what you're doing? Because also, at the end of the day, you want it to like make sense for your followers and like lead to something ideally, right? Well, I say that all the time. Like, let's stop making content just for the sake of crossing it off our list, please. Like, yes. just flinging it up there, like you know, a Jackson Pollock painting does not lead anybody anywhere. And then the other piece that you just layered in was not only just like strategically doing content and marketing, but also like the personality that you're going to bring forth. If you're weird, are you being weird just for weird sake or does it actually like fold into your brand somehow? So I love that's a good thing to think about too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then let's jump into the IG static grid talk first for anybody who doesn't know what this is and what it means. Okay, so my podcast, F That Breaking the Rules of Online Business, I was doing some series. So I um, had a series about breaking the rules, social media. And I had a girl on from a business called Going Ultraviolet. And she talked about the static nine grid. And I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Because like you said, the hamster wheel of just like creating content. So her idea is that she specifically, I think, mostly talks about nine because it's like a nice little three by three. Right. Grid. And you can kind of see it right on your phone. You don't have to scroll. You can see the whole nine. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing. So you don't have to. Also, I'm always like, you don't have to do it. For anyone listening, you don't have to do anything I say. <laughs> this is just what, what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm always like, nah, you, know, you can do whatever you want. You're the boss, applesauce. But mm-hmm. ideally, you would maybe even archive your old posts so that you basically just start from scratch and you have nine I have 12. I always joke it's because I'm extra. <laughs> and you I needed three now, more. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm like, a dozen feels good to me. Plus, phones are longer than a square. So I don't That's know. That's true. Whatever. The point is, you put these, these squares up, and it's like a landing page for you on Instagram. So it has been really freeing, I think, for some of my clients who don't want to be everywhere. But Instagram is kind of a place people go. Like, yeah right away. I think, I mean, I guess everybody goes different places. I'm not on Facebook. So I go to Instagram. And I'm not on LinkedIn, but some people go to LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Yeah. And some people want to show up on LinkedIn, like that's their jam. But if they want to put something up on Instagram that tells people exactly who they are and what they do and where they can go for more, then that is the perfect thing to put up to like, it's almost like a storefront. I picture mine like a storefront. It's like when you go to the mall, which I'm like, I guess that's a mall. <laughs> Does anyone go to a mall? Remember malls? Remember when back you, in the day? Oh my God. When you took, I took the N19 bus on Long Island to go to the Massapequa Mall. Yeah, I remember the mall. I lived yeah. at the mall in the 80s. <laughs> but like, you know, a storefront, like the window display has to look cool, mm. which obviously I'm a graphic designer. I come like I'm much more visual. So I do sort of push back when people want to get like a template to do something like this. I'm like, oh, it really. I think, and you're like, yeah, Deanna, because you're a designer and you want to sell people a nine grid. But I'm like, it really helps if the nine grid is like, whoa, it needs to like make people stop and be like, what is going on here? Like, who is this? What is this? And if it looks like every other hmm. quote graphic or whatever they've already seen, then they're just like, oh, it's a person. And they might even think they just started their account. They don't have much. So I think it's Ooh, sort of working as like, yeah, like a whole piece of art and sort of a big sort of collage with each square having a job Uh really sort of is a pattern interrupter to people on Instagram. So here's a question. Well, for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, I think what you're talking about is, so there's a square of nine or 12 if you're extra, but Mm -hmm. you've got 
each square has a different, it's almost like a puzzle has gotten put together and Mm -hmm. the whole, all nine squares come together to create this beautiful visual. But if you clicked on them individually, they would all be nine separate like posts. But when you look at them inside your Instagram profile, it looks just like, almost like a puzzle has come together. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I feel like those were kind of hip, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think some people are like, oh, I get it. It's that. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's way better because it's like set it and forget it. Okay. But you do want it to be this visual, like compelling sort of wow factor. Mm -hmm. And then people click through. So, I mean, if you want, I can kind of go through some of Of the ideas for the squares. Yes. (laughs) So I always recommend people start top left corner is like you, a photo of you for sure, introducing yourself. I say it's sort of like your bio on Instagram, but you get extra, you get as much character as you want. You know, you know how sure. you're always trying to like, who is this oh, person? I can't fit. I can't fit. Yeah, like you yeah, try yeah. to write this good bio and you're like, Instagram's like, cannot save too many characters. And you're like, rude. But I have so much to say. I know. So the first one is like, hey, here I am. This is what I do. This is who I help. Whatever. Question then about the this. the second one. Can I ask a question about, can I ask oh, a question yeah, yeah. about that? Yeah. Is it top left because that's how... In America, that's how we read across? Yes. And also, it would be like the top one. Like if they start scrolling through your... So if they click on that one... Yes. Yes. I think their instinct would be to sort of click up there. Yeah. Okay. And then as they scroll, they will go through all the different squares, like in order. I wonder if it would be different in a country where you use a language that went right to left when you're reading. I bet I feel like, yeah, like whatever. I mean, that's such a good point. I haven't even thought about that. So yeah, I guess wherever you think your audience would start. Although if they started in the top right, then they're starting then in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna miss they would those miss other two. two and one. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is an, just an interesting thing to think about, right? But I yeah. love that we're breaking down because it's your logic is if they start top left, it's not only where they start reading, it's also the top post. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it. So that is like, hey, what's up? Here I am. Okay. I also recommend that people kind of just say, I'm doing this thing. You can call it whatever you want. Like you can, Kristen from Going Ultraviolet calls it a static nine grid. Mm -hmm. I keep like trying to brainstorm like something cooler, but I'm like, whatever. It's your nine grid. It's your little thing. I think on mine, I say scroll through these next 12 squares to find out more about me and what I do. Because I wanted people to acknowledge, this is a little outside the box, but let me tell you what's going on. And that's where you can also say... It's because I really love LinkedIn. So right away, they're like, oh, I should follow them. And like, it tells them where you want them to go or how to connect with you. Okay. So the other thing that's cool about the nine grid, I'm going to interrupt myself, is that a lot of times we feel pressure to just serve, 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 serve. And I think people get scared to sell or to say, like, sign up for my email list, download my freebie, visit my blog. Like, those are all call to actions. But sometimes... It just feels like you're supposed to give three tips. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, don't yeah. ask for anything in return, you right, know? Right. So when you only have the nine or 12 squares, it's easy to be like, I have to be specific, like, because I'm not coming back here. So I need to, like, <laughs> tell you what's up. <laughs> and I think, like, for me, I was able to be more, not blunt or rude about it, but, you know, like, forefront, like, this is how you, if you want to do more, like... This is how you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is something that can get lost in the scroll very easily. When, Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you have like less than 24 hours that people will even see this stuff? So, what you're describing is almost like a mini website Mm -hmm. on your Instagram profile that you are directing people very clearly, like, here's a little bit about me. 
mm-hmm. here's what I do. Maybe here's yep. some pain points. Like this sounds very strategic to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's why, again, I'm like laughing because it's like sounds like a pitch. But that's why I think it's smart to like spend a little extra money to get something professionally designed. I mean, by me or anybody, but to try to make yours stand out from the crowd because it is sort of like your website on Instagram. Yeah. And I feel like there's people spending, you know, two grand a month for someone to keep churning out 30 posts a month. If you just spent two grand getting a super sweet nine grid, then you got that two grand next month. Like you could, how I'm going to feel when my kid gets out of daycare. (laughs) Like, then you free up that money and you're like, oh my gosh, free money. Right. So I think putting that initial investment in. Interesting idea. I do think it's part of the wow factor of like, what's going on? So should I keep going through the squares? Absolutely. I think this is incredibly helpful. And so we've already got like, this is a little bit about me Mm -hmm. and then a little bit about my offers. Yep. So the second one actually... If you like Instagram and you want to keep showing up in reels, there's a way for you to make it so your reels don't show up on your grid. Mm -hmm. And this was part of the allure for me because I'm very expressive in my face and I could never have a cute cover. And then I was feeling pressure because I'm because I am like a visual person and I'm selling visuals. Then I felt pressure to make like covers. And I was like, again, on the content well being like, this is so annoying. So now I just like my reels can hide on the second page and I can be paused like crazy face. (laughs) Right. And it's fine. But if you want to keep showing up in reels and stories, I always suggest that's the second square. Okay. Because you can design it with an arrow pointing up, which will tell people click on the reels tab because that's right above your second square. So brilliant. What I'm loving about this is... If you don't have a team, first of all, and you're mm-hmm. at capacity, and this is a really realistic way to stop that churn, because I know how much my assistant, Rochelle, puts into actually making my posts every week. And then my other assistant, Jessica, she breaks everything down and she makes the covers. And like, I'm paying for all of that. So I know how much time mm-hmm. they take, right? Like, this is, I think, really intelligent for people who just want to stop some of that friggin' churn. Yes. Exactly. And if you don't want to do stories or or reels, don't feel pressured to do that. Like, just don't say that. When I first did it, I was like, oh, I'm going to show up in my stories so much more. And to be honest, I don't do it as much as I thought I was going to. (laughs) Because there is a freedom where you're like, okay, I can like take a week off. Yeah. And I look cool. Like I look. It looks done. It's polished. Yes. Yeah. So then the third one, I would say, really talk about your main offer because you don't know how long people are going to hang in. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Great point. here I am. Here's where you can find me. And also like, here's what I want to sell you. And then from there, it sort of depends. Like I work with clients to figure out what what they want to talk about. Some people have podcasts. So I would definitely, if you have a podcast, that's a square. If you don't have a podcast, but you've been on a lot of podcasts, that's definitely a square. And if you've done both, like that might be two square. Like you mm. might be a 12 square person. <laughs> you know, like I think that Anything that builds your authority, anything that showcases all the content we work so hard to put out, some people are really great at blogging. So like that's a post to say, wow, there's all these really cool resources over on my blog. Go check it out. Anything like that. Like you have a membership, that's a post. Like all your main offers are definitely their own post. A testimonial Mm. post for sure. And I like to make those carousel posts. So you could put up to 10 different right 
you know, testimonials. And same with also podcasts. Like if you have a podcast, you could do your top 10 episodes. You're on podcasts. You could be like, here's all the places I've been to be like, wow, look how fancy I am. (laughs) And I like the carousels because it's like, okay, it's a nine grid, but it's also like these little hidden advent calendar. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, like I said, I'm very much like anti, not anti. Formulas and templates are great to save time. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times we rely on them too much and then we try to like put ourselves in the box. So I'm very much like with my clients, what do you need? Like, where do you need people to go? So the rest of it's kind of like loose in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, I like to put them again. It's like bookends. I'm like a picture okay. of you. And like a final call to action of like, whatever's your most important thing. Like for me, and I think for, if I was being bossy, I would say for a lot of people, should be to get them on your email list, right? So they're like your people. So a lot of times that would be like, if someone has a quiz, the quiz is definitely getting their own square if they have a quiz. Yeah. But on the last one, it could be don't forget to take my quiz, like get on my email. Like the last, do this opt in. Yeah. Yeah. The last hurrah of like, okay. You read all my squares for real. Like, let's be friends. Like, let's connect further. And so really telling them or really telling them, like, I really do show up on LinkedIn. Like, go find me there. This is the end. This is the end of the story. (laughs) Next chapter will be located Mm. wherever. I have a couple questions. Yeah. So one of the things that I really think is important is to make your content for your audience about your audience. Like, they need to see Mm. themselves. I call it a marketing mirror. Mm Mm-hmm. How are you weaving that in? Because what I'm hearing you talk about is like, it's a lot about me, 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 my stuff, my thing, Mm. my thing. Mm -hmm. Where are you weaving in so that somebody could be like, oh, she gets me or I really want to know more. This is like saying exactly what I needed to hear. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I feel like it's within each post, right? So like if you are going to make a post that is about all the podcasts you've been on, I would definitely write the caption to say, I've been on all these podcasts talking about this, this, and this. Like if you find yourself struggling with yeah. marketing or if, or if you find yourself wanting to incorporate more gifts or fun, like I'm trying to think about what I talk about on podcasts, then when they scroll through, you're basically saying like, I've rounded up this collection for you mm-hmm. to have more resources for the things you're struggling with. I am the queen of writing things and then going back through and like changing all the me's totally totally (laughs) and i think that's a secret that people don't know so we are like letting them in on this secret that Mm -hmm. you know just because i'm a good writer and just because you're a good writer doesn't mean the first time through it's gold like i comb through that stuff and Mm -hmm. i take out the eyes and the me's and i just turn it around to how could you this affect you yeah yeah and like you know if it's an opt-in if it's a quiz you're going to want to talk about what they get out of the quiz not like i made this quiz it's like you can take this quiz it took me three months to make it (laughs) oh i know right quizzes (laughs) so i think definitely going back through and doing that but i also think again i think sometimes people just want to be told to what to do like Mm. what can i do where can i go what should i do so i think it's almost helpful to them to be a little more like directive directive yeah yeah you know what I'm thinking as a consumer, how it might feel like a relief to fall to mm-hmm. somebody that you just found and see this nine or 12 grid and be like, oh, this is kind of everything I need to know. I don't need to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. Mm-hmm. I really am intrigued by this idea. And so I have a question about engagement. 
Yes. So after you put it together and you have either, you know, because you're a designer, you do it yourself or you hire a designer and you've invested, because this sounds also like it's not something you bang out in one afternoon. It's got to be strategic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said, it's like a landing. It's definitely like yeah, a like landing a page website. or a small website. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of engagement are you seeing? What What kind of changes has it made in your life and business? Okay. Full disclosure. I hate analytics. Me too. <laughs> I know that's like terrible. For <laughs> no, me too. You're, you're <laughs> preaching to the choir. I am here with you. Because I, I really feel like consistency is like the key to keep showing up. And sometimes it's like the reason I don't own a scale in my house, because I would step on the scale and then decide if I was a good human or a bad human yeah. based on if the number went up or down. So I don't look at a lot of analytics, but I peek in there every once in a while. And even since I've done the nine grid, they're green. Like, I don't know. It could be up up 1%. I don't know, but they're green. That's like as much as I look. But it's because I'm still making reels. And reels, I know they're like taking that back now. Like originally for a while, Mm -hmm. they were saying reels are all the thing. And then the Kardashians complain. So now pictures are bad. I don't. (laughs) Oh, no. Did we upset the Kardashians? (laughs) Like whatever's happening. I can't keep up with little Adam with his little, you know, glasses on. Well, I think what he said was, we overcorrected for video. That's Those were his words. I'm like, oh, wow, way to take accountability. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I do show up in reels. And I do show up in stories, not as much as I thought I was going Mm -hmm. to. Because for me, sometimes the captions are like, because I'm a visual person, the captions are what can trip me up. So I thought, oh, my gosh, stories. I'm not going to have to write long captions. So I'm just going to, like, bang those out. And I don't do it as much as I thought. Well, stories but are their I own pain that. in the ass in their own way. I know. I don't, I know. Wa- I don't want to complain. But like, I actually today I was like, oh, I should really share this thing with my photographers doing. And I'm like, oh, I really should like find my old photo and my new photo. I'm like, oh, my God, that'll take me an hour to do a story <laughs> that will last 24 hours. I know. <laughs> well, actually, this is a great segue into highlights. All right. Story highlights. Which I think are also an important part of the grid. Because like once I did the static grid, I was like, all right, let's get strategic about what's on here. Like like a web page. So, and I do this with my clients. We rethink the highlights. Because a lot of times, some people don't even have highlights, which is also fine. If you never do stories, you don't have highlights. But you might just, you know, who knows? Like I had one that was like real life. And it's like my kids and my husband. And I'm like, I don't really talk about them that much on social media anymore. It doesn't really matter to my client. Like that highlight is gone. It's a way to be like, okay, what do people need to know? So for me, it's like my new podcast episodes. If I'm on a podcast, like this will be a story and I will keep it up there because then in your nine grid captions, you can be like, check out the stories to see all the fun podcasts I've been on. And it starts to make it like a little map that they can travel around in. And it also tells them like, Follow me. Like, stick around. I'm still making stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's some people who want to get completely off. I did a Pilates instructor who was like, I hate so I don't want to be on social media. It's not good for me. Like, I don't like it. But I want people when they look for my studio to find it to see that we're a studio. Here's the teachers. Here's the thing. And like, we basically were like, don't DM me. (laughs) I'm not going to be on here. Like, email me here. Mm -hmm. Use this form on my site to contact me. Super professional so she feels like got that under control and gone but if you are going to show up in reels and stories which i love instagram and which is i think a testament to like even i like the static nine grid because it just takes a whole piece of the puzzle out of the like you were saying the hamster wheel and now i can just show up when i want to how i want to and it's just so much 
so much less creating, creating, creating. Because now I have clients. I'm like, oh, I got to do my own stuff too. Yeah, like, yeah I totally understand. Yeah. How do you engage with people when you have a static grid? Do you find people are, first of all, I love that you said like, oh, don't DM me. Like that one client of yours, don't DM me. Mm -hmm. I won't be here. Go to my link in bio and there's a direct link to email me, right? Or whatever. Yeah. So I love that option here. Mm -hmm. But how do you find people are engaging? Like, do they comment and then do you go check things out? Or is it just like they're just viewing and liking? Yeah. There's a few comments that trickle in about the nine grid. Okay. But I think I'm, I've gotten a lot of followers from this. So I get a lot of reactions when I do stories. Mm -hmm. After switching to the nine grid, I tried to be better about incorporating, you know, like the little slidey thing or the questions yes. or that, yes. like getting people to engage, engage. with me mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. People comment on the reels. So it's not like I'm done making content on Instagram. So reels are showing up maybe three times a week if I'm really doing a good job. Okay. So they can comment on those. And I mean, DMs. Yeah. Like I feel like I used to be scared of DMs because I was like, gee, people like selling in the DMs. But I feel like because DMs are connected to stories, you know what? I'm going to give myself credit. I think I do show up in my stories right. more than... I'm acting like I do. <laughs> Although it's sometimes like, I feel like, you know, you just hear the like people talking and they're like, don't ever let your story expire. And so I think I'm carrying that. Like we're working through it on the show, but I'm carrying that with me. Sometimes my stories expire. And you don't and highlight them? I always them? have a story. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Is there anybody that you can think of or any type of service or product provider that this doesn't work for? I think if you are actively... Like, I'm thinking of, like, a tattoo artist that I follow. Okay. Like, I really like seeing her new uh, yeah. artwork. Like, I think if you have, like, a running, you're constantly posting your work. Yeah. I think. And it's static. That it might be. Versus, yeah, like, a, like be. there's a face yoga woman that I follow. And mm -hmm. she her, her her things are obviously video. She's, like, touching her face and moving things around on her face. And those are videos. But you, those would be reels. But, like, she could have yeah. a static grid. Totally. Yeah. But somebody totally. who's got like a beautiful piece of art or static visual post mm -hmm. that might not work well for them. But also like the tattoo artist I follow could create reels. Like, you know, yes. in your feed, it's yes, all mixed true. together. So it could be reels. But I do feel like for something like that, probably images works better. But I honestly just feel like it's such a good way to be very clear about what you do. I wanted to talk about this too. Okay. Another thing that some people do, some people don't do is archive all their old oh, posts. Yeah. So, so I'm so glad you brought this up. I think there's like pros and cons. Okay. Talk to me. To doing that. So I archived mine because I've been in business about two years and anybody who's new in business knows that you pivot and you change and you like, now I'm going to do this. Oh wait, now this is called this. Oh wait, I'm going to do, you know, so I thought, you know what? Let's get all this out of here. I told you like I was talking more about my family. Like that was like, you know, I heard you got to like share your fam, be part of your content <laughs> pillar, whatever, be personable. And then I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't feel good to mm -hmm. me. So it's like, get them off, get all this other stuff off so that people just look at what I want them yeah. to look yeah. at. Other people kind of create like a bar okay. at the bottom, like either just like one of their brand colors, like three in oh, a row okay, that just yeah. like separates. Mm -hmm. I think it's smart if you do that to also say like, check out our archives or some, like kind of note that like this is older. Yeah. But my favorite. Unless all of that stuff you feel is like really, really important, my favorite is to sort of just clean it up. Like you can yeah. go through and see. When you say archive, are you deleting or does it live someplace else? I think, good question. Okay. Tech is like not my thing. 
it, it's somewhere. I think it's somewhere. You just archive it. So if I wanted to bring it back, I could because I didn't delete them. You just go to each post and it is annoying. Oh, my God. You do depending it post on by how post? Many you have. Yes. Woo! So you might have to like watch TV <laughs> and do it. Right. But it, it really didn't take that long. I do remember kind of doing it in like stages, liking people's comments. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like from like three my years ago. I was like, Ooh. well, I was like, whatever. It'll be gone when they come. Right. But you just click on the three dots and you push archive. Okay post so it can get a little tedious sure. my account wasn't that old because i created it when i made my podcast so i kind of went with if you have two accounts and that's also part of your mm. overwhelm maybe pick the newer account like, i love that yeah so you don't have to archive that much deanna i cannot but i mean also oh go ahead no, go ahead finish sorry i was just gonna say too like if you think about what you post like i had posts like i love real housewives okay. so i had some funny you know memes about online business with some funny housewives and they got good engagement but if someone just landed on my page and that was like the first thing they saw, those really didn't say much about who I am, what I do, and how I can help them. Like, it's funny. So now I can share those in stories. Mm-hmm. I can like specifically make them story size and share them if I wanted to. That's what I thought I was going to do. I was going to be like, Wednesday will be like funny memes. You know, Tuesday, <laughs> I'll share tips. Wacky Wednesday. I had this whole plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't happen. But it could, ha- like, if you really like that, it could happen for you. But I still think just being super clear, I I just have seen some of my clients and also just going through the process of sitting down and being like, what do I want people Mm -hmm. to do? I think when we're on the hamster wheel, like you said, we're just creating content, creating content. We don't even know. And people are like, oh, yeah, I made this one opt-in. It's actually really good. Like, maybe we should tell people about that. It's because we just keep making. We just keep churning and churning and churning. I can't get over how much awesomeness you just shared how helpful this is, like how much this can reduce your workload and how strategic it is. Because those are my two big things. Like people create content just for the sake of saying, I did this thing today. And Mm -hmm. they're not driving people to where they want them to go. And so I could teach people all day long about like, you know, all of the things you could do to write better content. But if you're knocked out and dragged down, you're never going to do it anyway. So this is, I think, a really great thing for people to think about who want to, I'm hearing like streamline, reduce, be more strategic, infuse your personality, and almost be incredibly intentional because it's going to look a certain way and those captions are going to sound a certain way. And it's almost like you're taking people on a customer journey that you're in Mm -hmm. charge of versus like the internet gods who may be in your favor today or not. Yes. Well, and if you think about it, like when you see a cool reel, the first thing you do is like click on them to go see them. And so they just land right on this beautiful thing. Then they're like, "Ah, who is this person? And I'm not, again, I always think people think like me, but I probably wouldn't scroll through all nine and read every single word. But maybe, I mean, who knows? I guess maybe if it was like engaging enough, I would. So I also tell people like anybody who's going to design it for themselves. Make it big, too, and bold so that maybe I can even read read the first testimonial without even clicking on it. Like, I I want people with, like you were saying, it's like one big... Puzzle. Like, when I design them, they're one big square. Then I chop them up. Okay. So just making sure that it's legible, people can read, you know, put, you know, values of your business or like words that would mean something that would resonate with your clients. Like, make them big enough that they don't really have to. Because I'm always like, it's 2023 and people like... 
can't watch a reel for longer than six seconds. They can't click on this. They can't read We are such goldfish. (laughs) You know, the other thing while you're talking about this design piece, and I'm 52, and so my eyes are old eyes. And when there's tiny script or a font that I'm like, what the frick is that saying? I'm Mm -hmm. gone. So the more legible, I love the idea of the grid being really easy to read. Yes. Even before they click on Even it. Even before like, they just click on try it. To yes. Keep it. Yes. Yep. Super simple, but fun. You know what I mean? Like fun, yeah. wacky. But yeah. Deanna, how can people get into your world? Well, they should go check out my Obviously. grid, which is on Instagram at the Deanna Seymour. Okay. And then just my website, DeannaSeymour.com okay. has all, all the things. And Deanna's name <laughs> is D-E-A-N-N-A. She's a two N Deanna. She's got an extra yeah. N because of course she does. I'm extra. <laughs> Thanks, Deanna, for everything that you've shared with us today. I really want to encourage you, the listener, to think about one way you could reduce some overwhelm in your content creation life. It could be really helpful for you to have a little more open space on your calendar. And this sounds like a really strategic way to make that happen. Thanks, Deanna. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.